Welcome to the Inside Chats podcast with Raza and Camilla. On this podcast, we discuss what it means to live a modern life with the insights and the wisdom from spiritual traditions. Please enjoy. Raza, so happy to sit with you finally. We've been online for so long and finally you are here in Copenhagen. Yes, hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm good, actually, pretty good. Working and enjoying Copenhagen, getting back to it. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm better, I've been sick again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry to hear. Yeah, no, I'm better. I got the proper help I needed. I'm so relieved. Sometimes I think maybe sickness is a bit of, of a good way to go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's definitely makes you think about things in perspective. Yeah. yeah. And just being grateful for, for the normal life and your normal mobility and how you can actually use your arms and your legs and your back normally. True. At least I've been I've been quite happy and thankful about that recently. So yeah. yeah. That sounds very good. Mm. And hello, hello to everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, super nice that we actually can with Camilla be here and in life, real life, and uh, yes, and with our inside chats. Yeah. So one of our purposes for this uh, podcast and YouTube recording is to to talk about things that maybe we are not too good talking about normally, uh, and that that includes our our current like situations and what we're going through because i think we can all relate to each other's um problems yes that's totally um yes so basically me and camilla we like digging deep (laughs) and finding the meanings thinking a lot of thinking why this happened or that happened and uh, yes and actually it's so nice to share with somebody about things that's going on and you kind of think that you're the one alone dealing with the with that thing but then you share and it seems you're not alone so definitely as Camilla mentioned this inside chats is like for us to share our experiences how we see the world how we created what we read what we experienced experience and how it shaped us and kind of inspire and empower you guys to uh, create your own own uh, creation life philosophy history mm-hmm. and yeah so and that's what we were going through this week mm-hmm. um so for me it's very um sensitive topic i think so i don't know if yeah yeah i know you're going through a lot and if you want to would you like to share it with me and the audience yes um yes i think it's nice to share um i mean it's not like i really want it just still still is hard i mean i'm still going through the process of processing this uh, experiences mm-hmm. so definitely I still have like body reactions if you guys know that you've been through trauma sometimes you have shivers or you know you're out of breath so i still have this but i know that by talking and sharing and being open and vulnerable it helps um, to accept what happens to you and feel connected to people mm. so yes I would like to share and uh, you want to take us through what what happened so everybody knows 
Yes, so maybe shortly, I don't know. Um, so I've been um, attacked here in Copenhagen. I was shot here. So um, that really impacted and changed my life. And mm. um, so I had developed post-traumatic stress disorder later on and then mm. um, like dealing with it. And I think I went through, through that already among the other side of the hill. And maybe we can talk another day about all this journey mm. through it. And because most people don't really go through it, they sometimes stay in it mm. and then they get really upset and then, you know, commit suicides, etc. after mm. People who experience the traumatic experience, actually 95% of them uh, commit suicide in five years. Mm. So it's pretty um, rough thing. And our society is not really knowing how to deal with mm. uh, the PTSD. Mm. So, yeah. Would you mind? Because I think this is quite an, a big a big news for people who don't know and i know from the first time you told me about yeah. this i was so surprised and i was shocked that you went through this and i don't know if i ever really fully understood what actually happened so just to maybe is to say to to repeat yourself but you were attacked on the street yes and a guy was threatening you yes with a gun yes yes and it ended up that he shot the gun yes and it hit you where Uh, it hit me to my head, but uh, it, there was no bullet. So I think that all what things gets a bit messed up, as oh. I'm talking now with my um, therapy. Um, so he holded the gun next to my head, which obviously makes you think that, uh, okay, it's uh, it's over, like your life's over, or are you disabled? Like if oh. you have a bit of logical, you know that it's not going to go in that well. Oh. But when I heard he shot, um, but... It, There was no bullet. There was no bullet. So probably there was not a real gun, oh. but obviously it was dark. I couldn't see, and I had no mm. idea what happened. I knew that just I started bleeding from that place, yeah. from the head, and then was it. I knew that I was shot. I knew that I was bleeding, and my head getting swollen, mm. and that's it. And I had no, no clue what happened more, you know. So then, of course, hospitals and stuff like that. Did you pass out? No, I didn't. No, okay, I but was... you were picked up by ambulance. Yes, I got, I got, we got to the hospital, yeah, actually. Um, uh, no, I didn't lose my consciousness, and I think that was surprising for everybody, mm. um, because uh, I was so in this hero mood, mode, mm. like, okay, if I'm still standing, I'm going to run and run away and save myself, mm. so I really was not giving up uh, life, mm. but uh, yeah, of course, I saw the lights, and this... Um, warm feeling and mm. people that have near death experience maybe we can talk about another time but i have yeah. that things so yes so that's kind of the short summary of that mm. but uh, but we were working um so we were i've been working many years on that uh, to process it how, how what year was this it was 2013 uh, december yeah so it's okay. actually been a lot of years and of yeah. course the meditation and uh, yoga and different therapies acupuncture because body keeps um, the memory mm. there's a book body keeps the score is really good mm. so you definitely have to process during traumatic events for everybody mm. um a lot happens in very short time because it happens such a short time so everything happens unconsciously subconsciously so you do not process 
uh, I think the whole attack happened maybe like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, like no more like that. It was very mm -hmm. short, but I'm processing it like hours, <laughs> like when we breaking in such a small pieces, mm. when I saw the gun, how I felt, uh, when I saw like the, the, he grabbed me, how did I that felt? And actually there were so many feelings I felt, mm. but all I could remember was just a shock. Mm. But actually there were so many layers of it going. And what we were recently <laughs> working on. So basically that I really have a lot of anger mm. and hate, um, towards men mm. obviously because I was attacked by men mm. so I, I had this closed anger and I really feel like whatever I was going from that point in my life I was just living subconsciously on the anger mm. so the way I treated my female girl, uh, friends and male friends mm. it was a bit different what I would allow for the female girl to do was different what I would allow for my male friend. So I really re realized that I have a lot of unresolved anger, mm -hmm. which probably was just to one guy or a couple guys in my life. But um, I kind of generalized it. Okay, so just, just for my understanding, since 2013, you've been suffering from PTSD, right? Yes. And you've been doing a lot of different things, I know, yes. to try to treat it. And one of the things you've been doing is really learn about meditation. That's how I met you. So right now you are uh, attending this. Is it a new kind of therapy for you? or And, and what is like the purpose of it? Because this is a topic you've been struggling with for years. Yes, uh, so um, I'm doing a Gestalt therapy. Hmm. I don't know if you heard about it. I have no idea. Uh, so it's a German thing because it's Gestalt. Um, and uh, they work with body as well as mind. So a lot of theologists these days, they work just on the mind emotional level, meaning that they explain you why this happened and you understand and I do understand where all this trauma comes from etc so they all based a bit on the Freudic young psychology where you go back what was the cause of it um, but this one works well with the body because uh, when you experience a trauma and it is physical so meaning or oh, you've been hit by the car for example or you've been and raped or someone hit you or I don't know mm. um, you've been robbed like a lot of things that involved a bit of a, a physical mm. so it all this memory is in your body too mm. like actually all the traumas that we keep in the body our body and mind is connected but if there's a bit even more physical that happens so definitely need to work with your body too mm. to um, to release it or like how to call process it Mm. So this one and works a lot with the body too. So you have go through mental, you understand what's happening, you understand your feelings, you feel them and then try to feel them in the body and you maximize them and then you kind of start to releasing them. So it could be you actually physically express uh, what you wanted to say or you just hit a pillow as much as you can. So a lot of different ways, but your body has to release it. Okay. Um, the trauma and for people with PTSD it's so important to work with their bodies too because some people are disconnected from their bodies they mm. can't they feel numb they sometimes don't feel anything and that's definitely a sign that okay you've been totally disconnected mm. with the body 
have you had any yourself uh, experiences like that traumatic or something that I don't know. <laughs> we all been through traumas anyway, we bigger or smaller. Yeah. yeah, right. And I I don't know. I've been through tra traumas. I don't like to I figured that I I really don't like to blame others for my trauma. And that's kind of traumatic too. Not to make anything everything a trauma, but uh of course I haven't experienced something as crazy as what you've been experiencing. But I, one of the, the hardest things in my life was uh, when I was 22, that my best friend, he committed suicide. Oh my God. Yeah. And I, it was like, it was not, um, he hasn't, he had, was not suicidal. Yeah. He saw a doctor a few months before and oh the doctor said he's not suicidal. And there was no letters, there was no nothing. He left nothing. Um, he just disappeared. And he was the happiest person I've ever known oh until God. this happened. So this has been such a mystery. It's, it was both a shock and a sorrow and a mystery. And I, li I still live with this mystery because I'm never going to get uh, answers. Yeah. So the way I've been coping is that this was actually, I, I see this as an accident. He could just as well have been like hit by a car. It was that fast. It was with no experience or no, no, like no goodbyes, no, no <laughs> letters, no nothing. So I know what this has been causing me is, and what I can re relate to mm -hmm. from what you said before is this uh, trust in people mm -hmm. and also a bit of trust in men. And I know mm -hmm. that's what you've been been like experiencing a lot lately and I guess that's new to you yes um yeah well that's really heavy <laughs> what you said like it's, no. it's yeah. yeah crazy thinking that how many people go around and you go to the doctors they expect you know they help you or you trust yeah. people and then they say you're fine and then so it's really really shocking to know that yeah mm. Oh, it's really heavy. Another reminder to to really enjoy what you got. Yeah, and to treat people good. Yeah, totally. And yeah. maybe yeah, really work and dig deeper, like connect to people and try to be yourself. Yeah, because yes, your friend is really struggling. With the, yeah, finding the well, that sounds so mysterious. It is. Yeah. It is I'm so, just gonna, no, yeah. <laughs> can't go back to other topic. <laughs> but it is mysterious, oh. and yeah, it comes up now and then more mm -hmm. in my life, and sometimes it's it's not that big of a deal. But until like this happened in 2009, so by now mm -hmm. that is 12 years ago. Um, and it's not until a few years ago, I could honestly say that I do not think about him every day. Oh. And that's such a crazy thing, right? Because now I'm, yeah. I'm an adult yeah. and I haven't known him since I was really young. Yeah. And that's it's such a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. I mean, I'm so mm. sad that we cannot see these things. And like most, like I know from uh, post-trauma stress disorder thing that um, 
a lot of people commit suicide because they can't find the way of their head and things that happen to them and you don't have to, like you don't have to experience things that i experienced to be traumatic mm. everybody has different traumatics for example if you lose your job it could be same traumatic as you've been shot if, mm. if you break up with someone that you love or losing the loved one but by, by death like dying so there are so many things that people can get traumatic and um and it's so sad that our society is not seeing it or we don't have a place that people experiencing traumas or disorientated in their bodies and minds they have like place to actually go and mm. or like feel that they can find help so that's really shocking for me because if you say mm. so a doctor so that was make me a bit like wow how modern yeah. we are and mm. how behind we are at the same time mm. so about the doctor mm. it didn't like that was only becoming known to me after he passed oh, okay so that's when people started i, I talked to his mother and yeah. and I, well i was like and our friends okay. were like what was going on like yeah. what is happening and she told me that that was the only sign yeah. that had been but of course he hadn't he didn't tell his friends about going to the doctor to talk about maybe being a bit of a depressed and the doctor yeah. said you're not depressed and you're not suicidal so but but this is this underlines your point exactly like talking we need to talk about these things yeah. like the way he was feeling he 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 was obviously ashamed to include people in that and that breaks my heart of yeah. course like as one of his closest friend friends that breaks my heart that he couldn't do that and he didn't feel like he could do that um but the same and the same with you all of these things and you and your body and your mind yeah. you need to get let go of right and the only way to let go of that is through and letting it out yeah talking about it. yeah and not being ashamed to you say it very mm. well like definitely uh, after i was shot and um oh my god so i lost this all my boyfriend that time and i mean i was screaming every night for a half a year every night i couldn't sleep alone screaming i was shaking i couldn't go alone to the bus and stuff like mm. that i mean it was so hard and uh, because I wasn't physically injured, so you mm -hmm. could not see it. And for some people, it's hard to understand. Um, like, we are still very physical with mental health and things we still, well, we can't see, we don't really accept it. So mm. and the physical injuries have more attention than uh, mental in illness and still. Mm. So it was like, okay, so everything is good with me, but I don't feel good. And I was really getting into this. Yeah, I had a lot of uh, PTSD uh, symptoms and a lot of stuff going on. And I didn't, didn't realize that. I was passing almost a uh, second year. Um, after this, I was like, I should be good. You know, I go to exams. I can't pass the exams. I can't remember things. I black out and I used to be so good at everything. And was really like, oh my God, I'm feeling life. And I felt so like closing. I know that my family didn't realize that neither. And friends, I think I was going away from everybody mm -hmm. because I was a bit ashamed mm -hmm. of me not being to, able to deal with it. And if you count it, what happened in 2013 now is 2021. So I'm still on it, <laughs> but I'm not embarrassed anymore. I'm like, okay, I stored mm -hmm. a lot of 
yeah, shit <laughs> in me and I need to let it out. But yeah, maybe uh, sharing this with somebody could mm. could help and maybe someone can reach out. So I lost as well a couple of my friends um, through suicide and that really was like, oh my God, so bad because if they would know that two years after the accident, I was as well in the suicidal mm. thing. I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Constant nightmares, constant panic attacks, uh, mood swings, you can't do anything as you are. I used to, you totally feel like life is failure. And once you experience that a bit life and death experiences where you see this light, everything is warm and nice. And it's like, you definitely see death as a nice way out. Mm-hmm. So I definitely got into that. And I actually tried like, okay, this is it. Um, and then I got in the hospital here in Copenhagen mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, you have to lock me in because I don't know. Like, I don't trust myself because I'm totally going nuts. This is like crazy. Mm. And I was so funny, that experience, because people there were so, like, different, like, screaming, cry, like, crying. And my uh, friend says, no, you're not like that. Don't worry. <laughs> because I was like, oh, my God, I'm totally cuckoo. That's it. It's over. Yeah. But then I saw the doctor. That was the weekend. So I could see that doctor just on Monday. And um, I talked to the doctor because they couldn't explain why I was feeling suicidal. Mm. Same as you. Kind of like, like I was not depressed. They couldn't find anything and they couldn't explain. And then I kind of mentioned, they asked when the, did it start? I said, you know, after the shooting. And they're like, what? And then they're like, oh, so we have post-traumatic stress disorder. And then they explained me. And then, you know, then they could deal and send me to the therapy where I dealt with it. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh, so actually my feelings are okay to have after this kind of experience. It's not like I'm totally, ooh. And I think it really got me like, okay. Mm. And now I could, uh, I feel I could spot more on people that have a bit traumatic, like saying, oh, maybe I have this a bit, you know, mm. try to do this and this. And that's normal if you feel a bit mm. traumatic after events. So definitely and the empower empowering thing about that even though it's such a difficult and hard topic and i would never have wanted you to go through that but actually being able to to talk about it and like what helped you right in that yeah. hospital was was also to to say how you were feeling yeah. and if we could just if everybody could just be a little bit more honest like i think all of us really hunger for honesty because everything is our society right now look is so perfect everything yeah. needs to be perfect it needs to be worth sharing on the social media <laughs> and there's no room for for this vulnerability and for the dark sides and for the difficult things and also at least i experienced that when we are really busy we don't have the extra capacity to deal with other people and we forget about the empathy the empathy is different from sympathy because sympathy is like going just it's like taking on your feelings and being like this is crazy but empathy is just sitting there and listening to you and to understand what you're going through, but without taking your feelings, I'm not taking on your emotions, yeah. but I'm listening and yeah. I'm asking you questions about it. So you can just tell me and I don't have to fix it. I won't give you advice. I'm just here to listen. And 
we need this empathy so much and we need the honesty so much more and i would just encourage everybody who listens yeah (laughs) to be the brave one and be honest with your with the people around you if you're feeling weird you're feeling weird if you're feeling sad you're feeling sad let it out because not letting these things out will never solve any problems exactly and we are more similar than it seems like when i share with someone people i feel the same or i felt similar Mm -hmm. so by thinking that you are so special and very very unique like we are unique but Mm -hmm. we're all going through same thing so i think uh, this being more of the individualism that we've been going through in our society Mm -hmm. in this era I think it's brought us a bit into loneliness. We're still, as humans, we came from the being in the tribes, like being connected. So uh, we should share this with. It's not our responsibility to carry our own load all the time. And as you say, it's nice to be there for the person. Just listen. Do I need to fix or do something? As well, reach out. Look, can you sit there for me and just listen and share? Because you will real, you will realize you're not alone. And it's like sharing and it's connecting. And I think that's this community is what, what makes people actually healthy, live longer. The ones that have relationships, the ones that have community and just be brave on accepting yourself if you are not okay. And that's okay to say that you are not okay. It's okay to go to the hospitals. It's okay to go to France, to go to, to take any help that helps you to become a better person and become feel better yeah. so don't feel ashamed that has to be you're perfect and nothing mm. happens you know i'm so awesome mm. i tend to play that a bit like how cool i am but uh, don't yeah, worry <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, i can do this alone and i'm traveling and i'm so cool but in our battle it's like oh my god i'm dying <laughs> yeah and i did the same you know with my old job i was getting promotions, giving great salary, doing all these crazy tasks and working with these amazing people. And inside I was empty. I felt bad. I felt nauseous waking up in the morning to do that. And that's just, you don't realize those things unless you listen on your, on the inside as well. Yeah. And share that Mm. more people feel that way. And we can all be more connected. Mm. That's so true. Yeah. So I think one of the final takeaways from this topic as well is like what you're doing right now with it, with this uh, therapist, uh, you're going through the things and then you realize uh, maybe something about men, that there's something about men that you are struggling with. And the only reason you found that is that you actually seek inside. Yes. So you get help to seek inside and that can help, but also just sometimes to be still and just listen now. How am I feeling? Like maybe if you find yourself angry one day, just ask yourself a few minutes, what's wrong? What's like, just really practice it. Cause I, I find it so difficult. I'm practicing a lot myself to listen to like the voice within. Cause mm. that one always got me. Yeah. That one always want the best for me, but I refuse to listen because <laughs> I want to act like so brave and look how good this all looks. But really that's, um, yeah, yeah that's, that's so a key for me same i mean and i try to figure out when i feel like um, anger or hate or any kind of sadness mm. emotions that um, maybe a bit uh, consider bad but not that making like you feel a bit um, uh, sad so i always ask 
is it something that actually now is causing me? Are there some unresolved? Usually there's some unresolved. So I try to actually go and see where did I felt that before? What was it? Where did this come from? And then you go a bit deeper, deeper, and you kind of realize that sometimes the person who just put the cup not there is actually not fault for your anger. Anger is probably coming from two weeks because your boss said something, or I don't know, mm. a girlfriend, boyfriend said something. So this is, I think, very important um, not to store up um, the emotions and try to clean up as you like um, for keys like mental, emotional, physical, spiritual wealth. So you, as you wash your teeth all the time, so try to release those emotions, like really um, dance out, run out, ride it out, um, screaming out, whatever, and not to keep it in. Mm. Because once you keep it, you're stuck it. And then you don't really know if this is real anger for that person. Is it this or this is sadness or loneliness or what? what is that? So really mm. digest these emotions, let out. Don't feel yourself until you can't do it. Then you just scream, cry or get drunk or whatever. Like you can mm. do that every day, slowly releasing that. <laughs> and what I've noticed, I don't know if you can say the same but what I noticed when starting to meditate because that was the first time when I learned that was the first time I actually sat down and I was so afraid to be still for what would come up like what will show on the inside of me what will I realize what will I find I was so scared really of myself and what I experienced when I sat down and I was quiet and you and I were there and we were quiet uh, for 10 days it's like it's just me I can deal with me. I'm, I'm like, okay. Um, I wasn't, no, what surprised me was that I'm, I was not as surprised as I thought I would be. Does it make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew what was inside mm. and then I just gave it some space. Yeah. So you were mm. more scared of look at yourself or when you looked, it wasn't that scary. Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah. And I think most people will find that, that if they dare to listen, they know what's inside already. They just need to give it some space. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not that scary at mm. the end. Yeah. Yeah. True. So I think that's enough for today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a important, heavy topic, yeah. but still important. Yeah. yeah. Be brave. Listen to yourself. Yeah. And then be brave uh, to listen to others and yeah. sit there for them. Yeah. And be honest. Yeah, be honest to yourself and to others. Mm. Yeah, then you can easily connect to people. You don't need to fake yourself to be around. Yeah. Thank you. Good talking to you. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Yes. Okay.